Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. Today, I'm actually doing something a little different that I've wanted to do for quite some time. I am actually going to be doing this particular podcast episode with my wonderful, amazing husband, Joe, who you've all heard me refer to at different times, depending on which episode, um, what the topic was for the episode that I was talking about. So, welcome, Joe. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Man of few words, very few words. So, one of the things that we're experiencing living here in New York is that New York has a shutdown, kind of lock-in, kind of nobody move, nobody go outside. All non-essential services and businesses have been suspended. For us, that's not such a huge difference because we both work from home a lot in in the capacities in which we work. But what it has also allowed us to be able to do during this coronavirus time, um, which I'm calling the DC times during Corona. So what it has allowed us to do is really pay attention to some interesting facts and details that we have been noticing. In my last episode, pay attention to the details, we talked about some things that were changing with the environment, with the dolphins coming back. We talked about the air quality in California changing. We talked about the air quality in China changing. So as Joe and I talked about this more, he is, by the way, amazing when it comes to research and looking up facts and figures and information. We started looking at some finer details. And so today's episode of In Due Time is this. We're paying attention to nature details. So during this time of the coronavirus, we're going to do a closer examination just out of mere curiosity. We are not scientists. We're not reporters. We're not researchers. So if anybody out there is listening and they're just like, where the heck did you all get these numbers from? We will refer to them as we go through. If you have additional information, please be sure to share it um, with me at info at But we'll talk about that later. Right now, what we want to do is to share with you some interesting facts that we came across. So in looking at the top 10, was it 10? The top 10 countries, we looked at the countries that were greatly impacted by the coronavirus crisis, right? The pandemic. And we noticed that a number of countries, while they have said that just about every country in the world has been impacted by this coronavirus pandemic, we also noticed, based on the map that Johns Hopkins has been sharing with information from the World Health Organization from WHO, that they're tracking and recording where the incidences of coronavirus are taking place. We took a deeper look at that and realized that there were some things that they actually had in common. So one of the things, what what did you say? No, I was saying one of the things that you notice is that in the uh, in the uh, places where it's been confirmed, in particular the top three, you will see that they have had the most impact in terms of the destruction or the deterioration of the environment, which is China. Italy and the U.S. China from the standpoint of greenhouse gases that have been emitted into the environment 
Italy with respect to the um, uh, the polluting the water, uh, in particular like Venice. Yeah. And then the U.S. with a combination of uh, air and water. And also, when we talk about it too, it's also the land. Because when we think about the number of animals that have been displaced due to industrial revolution and due to condominiums and buildings going up and then how you interfere with nature because now you need to put in roads and electricity and run water and all of these things. So while the U.S. is touted as one of the most, if not the most developed countries in the world, there is a price to pay for that. And what Joe and I have been talking about is that, yes, the bigger picture is millions, well, not yet millions and hope never millions, but thousands of people are dying as a result of the coronavirus. But also, what impact has that been having on nature and on Mother Earth? And that's, that's one of the details that we just have not been paying attention to. So we, you, you mentioned the, um, that China and the air quality, Italy and the water, the U.S. and air quality and land and water. And the statistics or the numbers that are reported show this. China has 81, and this is as of today, March the 23rd, okay, 2020. China has 81,000 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Italy has 63,000 confirmed cases. The U.S. has 43,000 confirmed cases. What do those countries have in common? All the things that we mentioned. Kind of disregard for the environment and for our ability. We have not shown that we, we're not demonstrating coexisting with nature. We're not showing a high regard for nature. Now, if we look at the, the countries that are most eco-friendly, so there's a list, and there are actually two reports. There's one that's called EcoWatch, and as of 2014, it listed the top 10 countries that were considered to be most eco-friendly. We found a more recent listing that was by Fair Reporters, and they use the Environmental Performance Index, and that was as of February of 2018. And what we noticed is that one, two, three, four, four countries who were on the 2014 list as top 10 are still on or were still on the 2018 list in the top 10. Once we looked further, we also recognized that there's a huge difference, huge difference between the number of coronavirus cases in those eco-friendly countries in comparison to those countries that have not demonstrated destruction. Well, they've demonstrated destruction. They haven't demonstrated a care for the earth right. or concern for coexisting with nature. Right. They have not demonstrated that. So what are the countries that you mentioned again? China? U.S. and Italy. Okay. So 81,000 for China, 63,000 for Italy, 43,000 for the U.S. Let's look at the countries that are considered most eco-friendly. We look at Finland. They have 700 cases of the coronavirus. Huge difference from 81,000, 63,000, or 43,000. 
Then we have Luxembourg. They have 900 cases of coronavirus. Again, what we're doing is a comparison of the 10 countries, right? The top 10 countries that are considered most eco-friendly. And then we're looking at what do they have in common with those countries who are even in the... We look even at the top six countries that have the highest number in coronavirus. And, the, and again, the differences are staggering. So Finland has 700 cases. Luxembourg has 900 cases. Malta has 107. Okay. And remember, these are places that they don't have supposedly as many hospitals. They don't have as many people. Those things aside, what they are is more nature conscious right? And being able to coexist with nature. They have a regard for nature and a respect for nature that these other countries, China, Italy, the US, Spain, Germany, Iran, they've not shown any regard for Mother, Mother Earth. Yeah. And what you also find is that when you look at the, if you look at the African continent, you'll find that so many of those countries have their numbers in either double digits very few, if any, have them in triple digits. So, again, you're talking about a, a continent that has shown regard for the environment and has not been as affected as the other continents and countries in this world. But what do you think, okay, so do we really think now that that's... So could it be then that it's because they do have a higher regard for nature? Yes. And a higher regard for the earth? Yes. What are the things that they practice, do you think, that has that demonstrates that? Well, I think what they do is they follow the ways of the of their ancestors. The ancestors mm. had a give and take with the environment. Mm. And so it's always, okay, I'm if I'm taking something, I'm giving something back. And what we've seen in from a historical standpoint is that um, the countries that have quote-unquote um, industrialized more and more have done a lot of taking mm. but not giving back. Mm. That's deep. Because, you know, I had mentioned in Pay Attention to the Details in that episode that there's a whole spiritual element, I feel, to this as well. It was referring to the fact that Mother Earth was like, get off of me. You all have taken, you have polluted the air. I gave you air. I've got given you water. You polluted the water. You polluted the air. You have contaminated the earth. You have filled the oceans with pollution and plastic and garbage that's impacting the fish. You've done everything bad when it comes to how you treat me and still you expect me to support you. And I'm tired of that. So I'm going to shrug you all off and you're all going to have to stay inside. But this is interesting that I said that as a, Hey, that that's what it feels like to me. But now when we're talking about this more, it appears that the thing that's said in jest may actually have some validity to it. Yeah, it does. And I think that, um, in order to help turn this around, you know, I, I, I look at three things that need to occur, and I, and I call it visions of a new world. So basically, there's an awareness. Like I said, we have to be aware that um, nature and the, and the environment um, are here for us. Um, and that when we look at, in the past, when our ancestors 
they knew how to give and take. Yeah. So they were aware of that. Yeah, they would always ask if they were going to break, if they were going to go to get a sacrifice, get something from a tree, or even to kill an animal to make a sacrifice, they would first ask, and then they would give thanks, and then they would give a gift for the giving of the animal, the limb, the tree, the leaves, the flowers, whatever it was that they needed for their ritual. Right, and so that so now we have to build a new awareness so that so that we can understand what it takes from that perspective. And then that leads into healing. Okay, so now nature and the environment have nurtured, nurtured us for so many years. Yeah. And again, the ancestors knew what it took to maintain that nurturing. Yeah. So we need to go back to that. And then the other part of it is coexistence. We now have to look at putting a plan together that will make sure that nature, the environment, and us can coexist. Because if we look back at our ancestors, it was a win-win situation with nature, environment, and people. Because everybody was on the same page. Now, it's not an equal situation. Yeah. Nature and environment were here. They were here first. <laughs> they were here first. We had crouched on their space. You know, we're like, oh, great. Let's build a house on your riverbank. Let's go up to the top of your mountain. You know, we are the ones that decided that we were going to take over what we saw there. And disaster has ensued. Yes. And so, again, we need to, this coronavirus is a wake-up call. Yeah. And as patient as Mother Nature has been waiting for us to realize that there's an issue, and, and I'll use this as an example. If we, if for some reason during this coronavirus there was a case where millions of people died, people would be shocked. Absolutely. Absolutely. But what we have is that there's 7 million people that die every year on average just to air pollution. Okay, wow. a lot of people are not aware of that because that's not something that's publicized. Well, wait a minute. You mean 7 million people around, like... Worldwide. Worldwide. And you can check that with the uh, World Health Organization because they, they track those numbers. And that's just air pollution. So we're not talking about water wow. pollution. We're not talking about any of the other aspects related to the destruction and um, of the environment. And so, but no one, no, since it's not been reported on, people are not outraged. You know what, though? I think it's, it's, this is the thing. Even if they reported on it, because it's not your air, because it's not people in your city and your town, because it's not people in your family that's dying from this pollution, then it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't count. It kind of feel like it's over there and I'm over here as is with all things with human beings. You know what I mean? They still were able to go to their basketball games and their football games and their baseball games, and, and it didn't interrupt life that 7 million people on an average <laughs> died across the globe because it's like, okay, but that's happening to them, and I'm over here. So this is where, this is why I keep saying, Mother Nature was like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of giving you all this thing here and that thing there. I'm going to give you all something that's going to impact all of you. And it's the same thing. So it's not pollution. So for those people who are like, well, you know, my air is cleaner. So that's not really something I need to be worried about. This is something that it doesn't matter if your air is clean or your air is dirty. It's getting you. 
That's right. It, 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 it's impacting us individually, and it's having us re-look at what is important. Yeah. And um, as a result of this, it's going to cause people to be, some people to be awoken, awakened um, to what needs to be done. Well, okay, so that's a, that's a whole other piece. So they're going to be awakened, but what are we, what are they being awakened to? Because I think that whenever there's a health crisis, they go, oh, I need to take better care of myself. So let me go buy more vitamins. You saw what it was like when we went to Target. Mm -hmm. They did not have nay one vitamin on that shelf. So people are going to walk away from this thing. See, I have to take better care of myself. But I think the message is even greater than that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think it, it, it's, it's. Not only you, but how does it impact everybody that are, that's connected on this planet? And I think that's a piece. That's, I, I think that's the lesson yes. that's coming through. We don't know. We don't interact with each other unless there's a crisis. Just as a country, we don't care or demonstrate that caring for each other unless there's a crisis. Then we pull together, and once the crisis has passed, we go back to our individual lives as normal. And I'm somehow feeling like, you know, in the, in the days, years, months, following this coronavirus pandemic, we're being forced to come up with, like you said, a new vision, a new vision for how we want to interact with each other as a society. Yeah, because again, whatever, whatever, whatever groundwork, whatever foundation that we decide to um, work on after this, you know, after Corona AC, um, that's going to be the. You like my term, huh? Yeah, after Corona, the, yeah, AC. That's going to lay the groundwork for further generations. So you got to think. I like thinking big about this because again, it's a situation where it's not just what's impacting now. But what are we building for the future? And uh, yeah, wow, that's gonna lead to other another episode for us to talk about that. But because we've got millennial kids, and so we have said kind of jokingly, like, "Hey, do you realize that you all are living through history? This is a historical time. What's happening now will be written in books, just like the Great Depression was something that you read about in a history book." And in order to really understand how it impacted lives, you had to talk to people or read accounts from people who actually lived through it. Well, coronavirus is going to be the same thing. Absolutely. You know, it's going to be the same type of situation. So I think this is where we now start to talk about what's that new vision going to look like? What are the things we need to be aware of? How is it going to be shaped what are we taking away from this experience beyond, I just need to take better care of myself. I need to take more vitamin C and more vitamin Z. Well, I mean, it, it, it's got to be more than that. You know, I got to drink more water. Okay, got that. But if the water ain't clean, you ain't drinking Jack Diddley. Yeah, it's going to be looking at all those things that from an environmental standpoint is causing issues. I mean... It goes to how we drive our vehicles, how yeah. we, you know, use and dispose of certain items, and how we look to do things more efficiently at every level, agriculturally, um, and so forth. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, because, I mean... Once this is over, do we go back to, like we started this process of no plastic bags, 
right? You go into the stores. There are some stores, you know, it's easier up the street. There are some stores that they they do still give you a plastic bag, but, but for the most part, the bigger the bigger chains are going, no, they went from no plastic to paper to let's use um, recyclable or, you know, bags. So you, you don't have to keep buying plastic. But will we, in other words, what level of consciousness are we going to be raised to? As a result of this experience, because if our consciousness isn't going to change, I, I, I think that worse is going to come. Yeah. And I, and I think that um, you will have a set of people who will just go back to business as usual. Um, I think there will be some people who will be enlightened because you now have the time to sit and think about um, these things while being um, quarantined um, and looking at the impacts to... Um, how you're going to interact with your family. So now you, you start to con consider, now that this is impacting me, and again, those are the ones, those, these are the ones that are very, they're going to elevate their consciousness, that those are the ones that are going to be involved in trying to get change and build a plan for a new vision of the world. So what I'm hearing is, be clear, ain't everybody going to change. There are still going to be some people who it's like, well, I don't see any reason why I have to change. Just like there are people who say, I'm not changing my routine. Ain't no Rona going to affect me. I don't need to do anything differently. If it's going to kill me, it's going to kill me. Well, you know, we all going to pass from this life to the next one, but we kind of focused on the how, um, some of us. So, yes, you're right. People just, I think, need to be aware that while there is an increased awareness, not everybody is at the same level in terms of awareness. No, no, and, and, and I would, I would, I wouldn't expect that. But what I will expect is that those that are those that will be elevated or awakened, you'll start to see some movements in terms of okay, we need to take these particular actions and formulate a plan so that we can ensure that things change. Well, when you say we, are you saying that those of us who are saying, wait a minute, we're paying attention to these details from a spiritual perspective and from a nature perspective, we need to start connecting with each other. Yes, because what's going to happen is it's going to be people are going to start thinking about and, get, and getting some kind of information from their ancestors that says, okay, wait a minute, we need to change our ways. We need to go back to and look back at what, what worked with nature. What, how did we coexist with nature? Those people who, from a spiritual standpoint, that we connect to the ancestors and understand that the ancestors are saying, okay, we laid the groundwork for you guys, and you'll and you're mess it up. Yeah. So we want you to go back to what worked in, in a time where there was coexistence and there was a win-win situation for everybody. Wow. Wow. I mean, that opens up all kinds of how do we learn where do we go to find out what our ancestors did? Where do we go to find out what are some of those old time or old folk remedies that were practiced because now they have even greater re re relevance, law talking, they have greater relevance. So it sounds like this is a time where, yeah, we're quarantined and look, if you don't love each other or like each other, this, this may end up not so pleasant, you know, at the end of this quarantine, <laughs> you know, it's like, and so divorce it is. Or you may find that you look at it and go, you know, hey, let's let's carve some time out. This is really great that we can have this conversation and really start to ask those questions. 
um, reach out and make those phone calls, you know, to those elders in your family and ask some of these questions because this is a great time for you to be able to practice some of the things that they will be sharing with you and for you to now really have some answers, those things that may have been occurring to you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where you're just like, I'm just going crazy. Right. Or I'm, you know, this isn't, this is only happening to me. Yeah. And, and it, it, it'll, what will be revealed is that you'll find out from them that there were, there were situations where life was a lot simpler. Oh, yeah. Because you, you focus on the things that were needed um, and the things that were important, which is what we're starting to experience now. It's about family. It's about making sure that you check on everybody. It's about making sure you stay in contact. You know, we've gotten into a situation where this environment now that we're in has made it so crazy that we get so chaotic that we forget about being connected yeah. with our roots. Yeah, that's This is true. going to lead us back to our roots. Yeah. It's kind of like we're being pushed and forced there. Some of us will go willingly. Some of us recognize what it is. And there are others that you just got to drag our ass there. It's like, bro, come on. I'm taking you with me. Come on. Now's the time. Yeah. That's really, yeah, that's really, that's really interesting. And you know what? The thing that I love about us having this conversation is that there are so many men, I think, who they do have this insight, they do have this feeling, but if they feel that they're alone, then maybe they're not as willing to share it or they share it only in certain. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I mean, I'm sure there's other people that have the same idea and the same um, thought pattern. And again, it, it, it goes to who can you share with that will understand? Yeah, who, good point. Who, who can you share with that will appreciate it without having to say, okay, you're talking a lot of junk. Or you're not, you don't, you don't make any sense. So, you know, I am fortunate to have uh, an amazing wife that can listen to some of my kind of off-the-wall ideas and thought patterns and stuff like that. Please remember this is being recorded, so yes. I can play this back yes. at some point. You go, remember when you said that I was amazing? Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember, I, 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 honey? Yeah, absolutely. And so, again, it's... You, 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 you have to determine... If people are ready for this type of message. Yeah, that's and, the bigger question. And, and, and that's the bigger question. And then if they are, then those are people that become allies in trying to change, to make change. Wow. Okay. That's deep. That, 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 okay. All right. That's simple. So much for you saying. I don't have anything to say. Are you kidding me? Okay, so... You know, wow, finding allies, finding allies. I think, I think that says it all. Do we have allies out there? Are there other individuals who are, first of all, do you even understand what we were talking about? Do you get it? Because we really want to hear from you. We would love to hear, are we the only two people on planet Earth? Who are thinking this? Or are there other people out there who do you get what it is that we're talking about? Does this make sense? Um, are you feeling any of this at all in terms of going back to the roots, concentrating on that which is simple, 
really focusing on what's the most important, what's most important right now. Because honestly, yeah, millions of dollars, not so much. Where are you going to spend it if all the stores are closed? You know, if only essential stores are open, essential services are being provided, then what's essential? What's essential? Pay attention to the details. We would love to hear what you think about this, our rambling thoughts, our conversations. We recognize that when you are, again, inside and you have to coexist for hours on top of hours, your wake hours, play hours, sleep hours, wake up hours, that the relationship may be a little bit different. But we hope that in listening to our rambling conversation that you will see that it can also be very enlightening, very thought-provoking. And you just might find that your partner is processing things from a whole different perspective, maybe the same as yours, or in a way that you you hadn't previously thought of. Uh, so we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Please send us an email info I N F O at com. That's info at D I A N E R I C A.com. We don't have a challenge. Well, yeah, we do. What's the challenge? The challenge for this week is reach out to your elders and find out what are those old school practices that they did, and then let's share it. So the challenge for this week is, what are those old school practices that your elders in your family did? And let's share it. Let's see how we can coexist more closely with nature, because we haven't been doing a good job of that. We've kind of been stepping on nature and then expecting nature to support us anyway. I mean, hell, you're walking on the ground. You're walking on Mother Earth. So what are the ways in which we can learn how to not go back to those practices, but instead incorporate a new world? Yes. Visions for a new world, a better world, a greater world. We'd love to hear from you. That's a challenge. Reach out and then share. Info at dnerica.com. It has been an absolute pleasure. For those of you who listen frequently, you will recognize that this is the first time that I've actually had the pleasure of having someone here with me and just having um, a conversation. It's something that I plan to do more of in 2020. So if you are interested in sharing your thoughts with us, please Also, send me an email, info at dnerica.com, so that we can really start connecting with each other so that we can find allies. This has been a long time coming, but we all know. (laughs) We all know. I don't know why you're cracking up. A change is going to come. A change is going to come. Yes, it is. Because you know what? Change comes in due time. It has been a pleasure. I know that we will speak again, and until we do, take care.